Welcome back to the show. Did you see the halftime show last night? I think everybody, well, not everybody, was really excited about Usher doing the halftime show. Uh, depends on how old you are. I think we <laughs> learned that this morning in a meeting. Um, but uh, Usher showed up uh, wearing a blanket. And we thought, oh, he looks cozy. And then it was like, oh, is he getting married? Well, where do you want to start? You want to start with the halftime show? I was just throwing that in there. You know, we could start there. We could start for the performance wherever you want to go. Because um, I think that uh, for me, I was I was excited about Usher's performance last night, even though I'm not like a huge Usher fan, but I knew he was going to put on a show. Yeah. And I feel like he totally did. Oh, yeah. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I loved I was a big fan of Usher, you know, I don't really, I might start listening to him now. I'm sure his Spotify streams have gone up, um, but that's, this is totally in my Well, yeah, he's got a new, he's got a new album that's coming, right? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about his old stuff, though. I mean, just that's in my wheelhouse of music that, you know, I think we all get to a point maybe in life where we're like, mm, I think I'm good with the music. <laughs> like new music? Yeah. yeah no, you definitely sometimes. have like the... Your era of music. So for for you, that was definitely totally. your era. Yeah, it so, brings up all the feels. So were you excited? Do you think he did a mm-hmm. great job? Like as somebody who is like an Usher fan, how do you think he did? I think he did an excellent job. I'm like, look at him. He just like was floating across the stage. He's an amazing dancer. Um, I loved how he brought out guests, but it wasn't overshadowing him. I thought... Uh, he sounded great. He was obviously singing live, and he's had a lot of practice because he's had a Las Vegas residency for a while now. So, I mean, he worked hard up there. Oh, he was working real hard. I was like, what, halfway through? I was like, whoa, somebody get him a towel. Yeah, he I is mean, sweating. And just, he is performing at his top level at that moment. Like, this is, he should be very proud of the performance. I thought it was a tight performance. Well, yeah. And they got like, uh, you know, pulled in a bunch of surprises and we got to see, you know, it, it really just kept like, I, I, I think they did a great job building the performance in the beginning. I was like, well, I'm not a huge Usher fan. I don't know a lot of these songs. And then of course, by the middle towards the end, it was just like, okay, now if you're over the age of 30, you probably know these songs and you're like, all right, now I'm, you know, all in and the energy was there. And then suddenly like everybody burst out into starlight express on roller skates, which also I'm just going to give them like a, a suggestion for next year. You don't need to do all that. Like you great that they did. And I'm sure like the dancers got paid extra for hazard pay for being on wheels. Cause man, I was just like, that is a lot to ask of people. And at one point the stage is literally, I was like, that stage going to collapse. Because they had oh, so many yeah. people on stage with him. Yeah. And I was like, you like I know you want to have a spectacle, but like it's Usher. You don't need to put everyone on wheels and shoot firecrackers oh out of their butt. But oh they God. did they really did bring the house down. I mean, he was really good on the skates. I was like, I know, that is Usher. But I'm like, but I'm like, I bet the insurance people were like, No, you can't do roller skates. <laughs> Well, that was one thing that's been a part of his residency yeah. is they have skates. that whole roller skating oh, routine. So, so, so all the dancers, I like, think, this is what they do overnight, yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, then, for sure. Yeah. They're fine. He went under. Who, whose legs did he go under? Yeah. I'm like, he barely made it through his legs. I'm like, oh, that's Usher. I thought, oh, that dancer is, because there was a lot to look at. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, it's Usher. No, I they, thought he like tore his ACL at that point because he had struggled getting up. I think he was trying to go under Jermaine Dupree, wasn't Jermaine he? Jermaine Dupree, yeah. which Jermaine Dupree is not very tall. Yeah, so, he had to get you know, low. 
Yeah. Um, and then we had Will I Am came out. Um, we had her. That's where he did his costume change. Oh my gosh. Well, he, he at one point pulled his, and I, we were talking about this before the show this morning. And he, at one point, he pulls his shirt off because all the ladies and a few men want him to do that. And then he turned around and I was like, what is on his back? He have does he have like a scar? Is that a tattoo? What is that? No, it was like the gaffer tape from uh like his mic cord or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, Take they got some like flesh colored tape mm-hmm. to cover it up, but it just looked weird oh. like when he turned around at first. But obviously Usher was gonna take his shirt off. I mean, come on. Oh, and then he gosh. turned into Starlight Express. And that was great. Like Ludacris was out train. there, Little John. Yeah. I was like, this is so great. I loved it. I was singing along with the songs. I was like, oh, oh. And my boyfriend's just sitting there looking at me like, oh, no, she's lost it. Because he's not into, like, he didn't That's know any his, of the songs. Yeah. yeah, we have completely different music tastes, kind of. So he's just like, you know. I'm like, yeah, I know all these songs <laughs> by heart. Well, you did that radio, like that, like his music was your format, right? Yeah. Yeah. For before I came here from like 2002. But but I don't even think you had to be like at a radio station with that, you know, with that format, because like I just, you know, I knew that music sort of ambiently, like it all was ringing a bell, except for the first couple songs, I think, were, you know, some of the slower tracks or Mm, the the ones that maybe. Confessions. Yeah. So I didn't know a lot of those, but I'm sure a lot of people did. But again, you it hinted at age was a thing. And we talked about this before the show, too. Our social media, Quinn, <laughs> was like, for people, he was at like a group of like 20 somethings. Yeah. Right. And they had no, like, they just no thought it was interest. underwhelming. That's they had funny. no interest yeah. in it. They're like, they I, this is boring. We don't care about this. <laughs> I don't know what this is. And I was like, what? Uh, I was hurt. I'm like, don't you like anything? <laughs> but he's like, no, it's just well, not, it's not your our... thing. Right. Like, 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 I didn't... It'd be like us no. watching the stones or something. I mean, I'd be like, okay, I know my mom's really getting it, but not me. Can we talk really quickly about the marriage license? Yeah. So he and his lady have been together since like 2019. Yeah, she's an epic music executive. Two, That's a good person to be friends with. They have two kids together, um, a daughter and a son. And there was this story about like a marriage license. And like, it seems like maybe they just like were feeling the mood. Like, hey, let's just use this as an opportunity to like seal the deal Mm -hmm. they already have made like a lifelong commitment together so in my mind they're already married but they did get that marriage license um and he did this whole thing where he talked to people about it uh earlier in the week people magazine yeah Yeah, thank you um and so i i thought i just thought that was sweet like just a nice little added i mean it had to be a great week for him to be in the super bowl and then to you know also there's just something kind of i know campily romantic it about is. a Vegas marriage license. It's not like they went to like the little chapel, but well, I don't know I because he showed up and then he did this the halftime performance and then he left for a while and then he came back and had a gold ring on. Oh, so you think maybe they went down and they did might the like, drive through? Not one that's public, but they might have gone somewhere and gotten married. Or they could have just had somebody backstage give him a ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe Taylor Swift married him. That totally could be. Who knows? She can do anything. I feel like if Taylor did it, we would know about it because she would want us to know about it. Speaking of Taylor, when we come back, we have to talk about how the just feat of technology 
she employed to get her fancy pants all the way over from Tokyo right after a concert. We'll do that. And we're going to be talking all about the uh, Super Bowl for the rest of the show pretty much today. If you have any thoughts or feelings, feel free to drop us a note. Uh, We're on social media as well. When we come back right here on Mike. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We were worried about Taylor Swift and whether or not she was going to make it to the Super Bowl after she performed in Tokyo. Looks like she did. Yeah. She did. And Were we really worried? I think some people were like, I don't know how she's going to do it. I mean, the Japanese government had to put out a memo. Oh. Like, hey, guys, it's fine. She's going to get there. Oh, they're like, don't you know that everything's going to be okay because it's Taylor Swift? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I I will say, though, I uh, read an account of how this all went down, and I found that to be fascinating because I thought, I wonder if she's, like, jet-lagged. Like, she's just coming off this concert. Like, I know other people would be like, who cares? It's weird. But it's just, she's superhuman. She's doing an international tour. She's in Japan, literally hops off the stage runs to the airport okay she wasn't running but right she was whisked away to the airport thrown on a plane you said she's superhuman yeah alien floated then i would have just said transported sure so well maybe she did there's nothing spectacular about that let's assume for the sake of this discussion though she is a human it (laughs) seems pretty phenomenal that she was then able to just like rush off stage get on her plane And I had, like, lots of questions, like, okay, so, like, really, what was the timing? And they laid it out, there was a, because, of course, this is why, as much as I want to give up Axe slash Twitter, I can't, because you just find out, like, viewpoints and takeaways from people that you wouldn't find, like, in a mainstream media outlet, per se, right away. This guy who considered he's also got some political because, you know, how there was this whole political thing about Taylor Swift. and Like, I don't want to go there. Right. Oh God. But he and he was kind of a political person. But anyway, I'm going to read just a little bit. He goes, a lot of people who I know or who know I'm a pilot and used to fly from Japan from the West Coast are asking me about Taylor and her flight to the Super Bowl. A lot of media are calling it a mad dash to make it on time for a kickoff. But really, that's not the case. So she boarded. A Vista Jet Global Express uh, after she left the stage. That's her private jet. Okay. According to flight tracking service, FlightAware, uh, she, this is, he published this before she actually landed, I think, that essentially it was going to be roughly like a uh, 10 hour flight. 
So basically, she left what at the time was Japan Saturday night. So here, 12 hours early, because they're 12 hours ahead, she still made it by Saturday night, Mm -hmm. right? Or Saturday during the day, I think, technically, because she made it to L.A. Now, what's interesting about that is I was like, well, why didn't she fly right to Las Vegas? Like, why did she fly to L.A.? Yeah, did they have an answer? Yeah, so apparently it's because there's only a certain number of private jet spots, like parking spots, essentially. In Vegas? Yeah. And they're all taken up. And so they were all taken up, which is, I'm assuming, why she then landed in L.A. Um, He also talked about how, like, the media doesn't seem to understand there's an international dateline. So because people, you know, doing the math, but... Through the time change and everything, she had plenty of time. And as we know, she got there within plenty of time um, for uh, for the big game. Did she, from the venue, get in a helicopter to go to the airport in Japan? Probably. You can't go through traffic. You got to cut out that time. I want it to be like a John Wick movie. Yeah, I don't think so. I didn't read anything about a helicopter, um, and I wouldn't actually... Think it was that difficult for Japan? Think about how, um, like, yes, there's a lot of stuff in Tokyo, but when you're special, mm. I feel like they're going to make whatever they need to make happen. Well, you lived in Japan, so is Tokyo the traffic really bad? I don't know about traffic, airport? honestly, because I was always on like the trains and things. Mm, I always used yeah. public transportation mm-hmm. because that's where most people. You know, most people in Tokyo are going to be in public transport. But anyway, right. I, so I don't have an answer to your question. I don't know if she was in a uh, a, uh, a helicopter or not. That certainly would probably have been easier. I will say the other thing I learned about this is that her private jet was labeled the football era. Oh, on cute. tracking services. The football era. Yeah. So... I mean, that was kind of appropriate, right? I wonder if she's going to have the wedding era and then the baby era. Well. Looks like it to me. Yeah. And in fact, in the next segment, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. Ooh. My gosh. You know, I was curious to know, like, I wonder how big of a team she travels with. Like, probably the size of a football team. (laughs) No. To um, make sure that she looks ready for the game. You know, are they doing her hair and makeup on the plane? Did she have time to rest in L.A.? Like, I, I want to know how the machine, like how the sausage is made. You know? Well, it sounds like, uh, let's see. I wanted to see I if I could find the exact I would watch a whole documentary time. on just this. Her she, getting from Tokyo to the Super Bowl. The plane that she was on arrived at LAX about 3.30 local time. So if, uh, and I couldn't find out whether or not she flew... But again, because there were no spots, that means she wouldn't have flown, which right. is why they say if she landed in L.A., it takes a little over four hours to drive to Vegas. Yeah. That would still have her in town uh, for plenty of time before the game. Um, but according to the the Yahoo story, anyway, it says that it was unclear if she flew the final stretch. I mean, I guess they could have like. I mean, just drop her out in a basket. Yeah. Just lower her down, or like in a winch. Maybe over in Bullhead City or something. There's a small airport, and then, like, then she takes a helicopter. But again, wouldn't she have just flown right there? Uh, well, yeah, but you're saying that there's limited space, but you can land a helicopter anywhere. Yeah, you know, but you can't land a plane anywhere. Um, 
I mean, not anywhere for a hotel, but you can land it on a building. You know what I'm saying? Or in a yard. What now? I'm saying it's a lot easier to land a helicopter anywhere. Yeah. Than yeah, she could have flown airport. in a helicopter. Yeah, Although, if I saying. were Taylor Swift, I'm making a rule. If I'm a famous celebrity, I'm not flying in helicopters. Oh, okay. Because helicopters are dangerous. Right. But, I mean, not all the time, you know, in clear conditions. and. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, my rule yeah, as you... a celebrity would be I'm not doing helicopters. Oh, okay. Because I just feel like helicopters are no good. Uh-oh. You know, like some people don't like to fly. Yeah. I don't, you don't I like don't, to fly in helicopters? I do not. No, because to me, it's like way too risky. Would you like to uh, jump out of a helicopter nope. with a parachute? <laughs> Zero chance. I'm also never kind of jumping out but, of a plane. Mm, okay. But that's me. So I'm saying for me, my celebrity ask would be, I shan't be doing the helicopter. Thank you. I wonder how they, they must have rotated the celebrity jets out of LAX, you know? I'm not LAX. Out of, they can't just like... They must have had a, a, they must have some type of a weird plan for the Super Bowl because it would be like people parking someplace all day. They would have to rotate them in and out. Like, yeah, you can park here while you deboard. Then you have to leave and come back. You know what I'm saying? On February 2nd, a spokesperson for the Clark County Department of Aviation told the AP there are 475 private jet parking spaces across four airports in Vegas. All those spots were full, according to the FAA. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think, you know, I bet those went, like those reservations went immediately, long before she was even dating Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah, I guess so. It does look like she flew into Harry Reid the uh, morning before that, or that morning. So she did fly in. So. Okay. They flew her into Vegas. Into Vegas, yeah. Well, then I wonder That's maybe it, what maybe it was somebody else's private jet, or it could have been a time issue as well. Maybe yeah. that night they were all coming in because everyone wanted to party the night before and then go to the game. Maybe in the morning on Sunday morning they had the opportunity yeah. to to come in at that time. I don't know. I will say she's headed now, and I think she's already on her way to Australia. Uh, can you imagine? I'm so tired. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I said she's superhuman. Just to me. Although, let's be clear. You and I getting on a plane to go to Australia (laughs) is not the same as Taylor Swift flying to Australia. Why? Because Taylor Swift's private jet has a bed. You and I flying to Australia would not have a bed. Yeah, I know. And it would also have, like, you know, somebody, like, listening to music without headphones Two rows behind you. Yeah. Somebody else, like, you know, creepily staring at you the whole time, or somebody with a really loose cough. Baby yeah. I'm just saying, Skittles all yeah, over. I didn't want to say baby because that's too obvious, but well, but I feel like me. on her private chest. Or someone's dog pooping, you know. Yeah, exactly. That has happened in or somebody having accounts. a medical emergency. Right. Like it would just be totally more she tiresome. She has like a hybrid Tempurpedic that's like a cube, like you see on. I hope so. On Singapore Air, those beds yeah. that people lay in that are like pods. She has one of those. Well, I think she's probably, probably got a room. Probably like did, a Mandalorian, you know, I, where he gets in the. <laughs> did you see the video of her plane actually landing? It's a big jet. It's not tiny. It probably has multiple levels, like Donna Valentine's home. No, no, okay, not that big. But all right, when we come back, we're going to continue our Taylor talk. Why? Well, because uh, we need to talk about what's next for these two kids. Two crazy kids. They're just in love, man. <laughs> I think.
There's a lot on the way. We'll be right back. Everything entertainment. Hey, my talkers. It's Don McLean for David and his team at First Equity Mortgage. When I moved here to Minnesota, I was interested in buying a home. I wanted to know all about it. I really didn't know anything about it. And I walked in, talked to David. And by the time I left, I was confident it was possible and I could start looking the very next day. He said, when do you want to start looking? Uh, he got my ducks in a row. He told me everything I needed to know. So if you're a first time home buyer, don't go anywhere else. And those thinking about refinancing, my partner did that two years ago with David and he was amazed how he beat the bank's rate. David was in communication with him the whole time. And customers Paul and Kinley said about Peter, one of David's loan officers, we will be back when it's time to upgrade. He went above and beyond 11 out of 10 rating. Do what dozens of my talkers have already done. Call David at First Equity 763-251-8000 or my talk keyword David. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, speak of the angel, there she is. Taylor Swift uh, making it to the Super Bowl. She made it, guys, and I guess it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, we just talked about if you missed that you can download our podcast and hear the conversation Bradley found an international pilot on Twitter who made a post about how it really wasn't that big of a deal that um, she made it on time to the game so kind of an interesting um, read there and now what's next for them what are they going to do what's going to happen are they going to get married I mean I think everybody wants them to well, I don't know. I was, uh, I thought to myself last night when I saw them on the field together, uh, I've seen publicationships before, and I think theirs is a publicationship. I know, hold on. I'm not saying it's not a genuine relationship, but I think they understand the value of using their relationship for publicity. But there is no doubt in my mind that there is some organic love between those two, and that it is only a matter of time before they walk down the aisle in what is likely to be the wedding of the century. I mean, I can see it. So how long it's going to take, I don't know. Don't you feel like he's got to be heading towards uh, walking down the aisle with a big ring? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how guys think. I don't know what she wants. Um, I've never been married, uh, but I do know that the world wants her to marry him, even though we don't know a lot about him, really. Um, maybe she has made it clear, like, I want to wait a year or I don't know. Um, 
Has she ever mentioned Mike and like Miss Americana? You've watched all the things. Yeah, no, not not really. I think what I'm most excited about, and we're going to get a chance to know him a lot more. If, and by we, I mean the the other Swifty people that haven't been around his entire yeah. football career because we obviously say, know a lot him really, of football really well. fans are like we know who but this guy is. The nice thing about this though is now he gets to go do all the things. She yes. was always having to go to the game. This is her thirteenth game she's been to. Yeah, he can go to Australia. He can go to because he's Germany. Done. He can go. He's done. He's Everyone off was season. like, "Why isn't he at this award show?" Because football is very specific. You can't leave practice. No. You can't leave your team. You can't go home with your significant other after a game. You have to fly home with the team. He gets to do all that stuff now. So yeah. you're going to see him at award shows. You're going to see him at her concerts constantly. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I do think he's going to fly out to her. Australian leg. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100. I mean, why not? He, like you said, what else is he doing? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Wants to sit on the couch and just relax for a second. Wait a minute. That's me. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that seeing her parents and his parents in the box together, talking and stuff and chatting it up, and I'm like, they're talking about the wedding. <laughs> so you think... I think they that they are going to probably get engaged. I don't know. Let's see. When does her, her tour tear? He might. Oh, like, she's she's going to be busy for a long time. Taylor. Her tour is not done until the end of yeah. this year. Because yeah. she's coming back December. here. Yeah. She's, she's finishing like in Canada, I think, at the end of this year. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, again, I don't have any, like, I haven't done the math or done much digging. I'm just saying when I watched them on the field last night and he was kissing her and she was kissing him, there was something electric. And it was, you know, I feel like people want to see more of this. And I think they understand the power of that. And I feel like he's a family guy. I don't feel like he's, you know. I mean, now, the the one caveat I will put on that is... Hollywood and celebrities these days kind of do things in reverse. They'll have kids and then they'll get married. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like Taylor's going to do that, though. Hmm. You know, because that's the other thing is they could, I mean, you know, having a kid not be on the realm of possibility. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I think that um, she doesn't really follow the rules of what you would think, you know, somebody would do just because... The world has put them in this place of, oh, little girls like you and little kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, she wouldn't confine herself to that. Like, I have to get married first and then I have no, a baby. No, yeah. and again, I don't know. I mean, she, who knows what the future holds? But I just feel like more, uh, more than like any other celebrity couple, I feel like they're headed in that direction. Yeah. Well, what do you like in the world of men and how they think? I'm just, you know, women read a lot of books about this. And so I it's a mystery to me. Like some people say that men want to know that their career is completely settled first before they settle down with someone. And so that's if they're not proposing to you, that's why they want to get their career in order. Or if they think possibly they could find somebody better and that the thought of you not being around makes them go, "Uh oh, I passed up an opportunity. You know, um, I don't I've read a lot of different books about this steve harvey has one like act like a woman think like a man i read that book you read steve harvey's marriage book what did you learn i learned well what i just said that like guys like to get their their finances in order and their most of the time he won a super bowl i feel like that would be maybe like a a like career in order first before they move on to that kind of relationship yeah you know that's nothing 
bad. And he also says you probably shouldn't give the, how do you say this? You shouldn't give the milk away. When the cow's for free. Or you shouldn't. Something about cows and milk. Milk's free. You don't buy the cow and the milk's for free or something. Something about cows and milk. I don't know what you're saying. He does say that. I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just saying. No, I know. But in terms of Taylor and. I'm saying that there are all these there. We just see them as this one thing, but they are just one man and one woman. So they are going to have the thoughts and feelings that regular men and women do. I just don't know what men really think. That's a great question. I don't have the answer for you either, especially when it comes to heterosexual marriage. But okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I, again, I think, what I saw last night is these two are headed towards just the kiss, the wedding chapel. I've seen a lot of people. It is no small thing though, to walk off the field after winning, you know, a super bowl when your girlfriend, like if you were doubting anything in the relationship, I think you would not even go there because you don't want, because the whole world is watching and the fact that he is just so open about it and she is so open about it makes yeah. me think like they are on a level that is headed towards seriousness whatever you know they define that seriousness is for me just shorthanding it for the purposes of the show is like i would i could totally see like an engagement yeah i think so too i wonder when that'll happen though and maybe it won't happen for years she's kind of a mystery sometimes he doesn't just do whatever you know it was just fun because last night was so, if you've been, because I'm obviously around high school football and then I was around college football, and it was such the cliche after the big football game moment where he does his thing, they come off the field, they gives a big hug to mom and says, get over here, girl, and yeah. gives her a big old kiss and then walks off the field with her. That was so like... You know, high school romance like, and then, vibe going on there, and then it just kept going. Like yeah. if you watch the video at mm-hmm. the after parties, they lot. were these two are in love. Yes, the way it's that love, he love. was he was singing her songs back to her while they were singing them together at each other. I mean, that's yeah. you know, he did sing a little Elvis, and I was like, <laughs> "Don't please stop, stop." You can go Viva Las Vegas, but don't do three rounds of that because we're all like, "Hey." This is, and then he did another. Then he goes, Jim was like, You gotta fight for your right to party. And he goes, You gotta fight. I'm like, Stop him. Somebody stop him. Yeah. He was a little cringy. He was feeling himself. He he had that moment last Super Bowl during the the parade, is when he did the, You gotta fight for your right to party. So then they bring that back. It was a callback. Okay. Okay. Um, You had also brought up the story, and I think this is, uh, we don't necessarily have the time to go too deep in it, but I do think it's a fascinating moment last night and what it reveals. I don't know. But you brought up the, the issue where he's screaming at the coach. Oh, listen, I know it's football and people get mad. He's not the first player to scream at their coach or scream at the ref or just scream in general. But it was particularly shocking and violent. Andy Reid was caught off guard. He didn't see him coming. And so he literally jolts out of his skin and then is just wincing like and he looked like an animal in his face. And I thought, I don't like that guy. I don't like that, Travis yeah. Kelsey. Yeah. I know he's intense on the field, but you don't have to act like that. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any excuse for that. There are a lot of players who don't do that. And just out of respect, I don't think that's a good side. 
Yeah, no, like, I totally agree with you. Do you want him screaming in tra- Taylor's face like that ever? I don't ever want to see. If I saw my boyfriend doing that, I would be like, can I talk to you about something that happened? I I know that I don't know how to do your job, but I don't think there's any reason why you should ever do that. Yeah. So you might want to think about your public image. Yeah, oh, I bet I bet there was probably a conversation about that. And now kiss that. me, you <laughs> big lummox. It's hard because football is the one sport where you are literally compensated to do things that would get you arrested in public. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had a coach that well, told they, me. I had a coach that told me that once, and he's like, "Look, you are going to represent this team away from the field, but when you're on the field, you're doing things that should get you arrested." Yeah. And it's like it's really hard to walk that line, and that's yeah. why we do see that from time to time with coaches. And I also think that's why Andy Reid laughed it off later on because he's super intense and he always is super intense. But there's. On the field yeah. and off the but field. But for those of us, I, I think what Don brings up is a good point in that, like, for those of us who don't, uh, I mean, you do, Don, but like a lot of us watching last night are yeah. not big in into that world. For sure. And so when you see something like that, it's extra jarring yep. because in no other space would that be, you know, like if I came in and did that to be Arthur, <laughs> uh, you know, I would be fired. Yeah. And he was like, I've never felt sorry for Andy Reid before because I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I just in that moment was like that was really embarrassing i don't know i was embarrassed for him because he was caught off guard he literally jumped out of his skin it was like (gasps) some rage monster just came up and screamed at me it was scary i don't know calm down all right well uh when we come back it is that time in our show where we are going to play a game not the super bowl Maybe it'll have something to do with Super Bowl. I don't know. That's up to Mike's game show roulette wheel. We'll find out where that wheel stops and what game we're playing when we return right here on My Talk. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Boy, it's gone by really fast today. We've had uh, a lot of fun talking about the game last night. And if you missed any of it, you can go anywhere you get your podcast and look up The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And then we have another podcast called Blinded by the Item. If you could like and subscribe to that, that'd be awesome. Let's awesome. play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is time to play the Game Show Roulette. Although today I'm not going to spin the Game Show Roulette. Well, you guys hit it. We're going to have a little different fun today. In fact, we're going to play a game that uh, reminded me of this little gem. That's my favorite, one of my favorite Super Bowl commercials, Puppy (laughs) Monkey Baby, of course, for Mountain Dew Kickstart. But today, we're going to be chatting about the Super Bowl commercials we just saw. What we're going to play is a little game where I give you a celebrity, Mm. and your response is what company or commercial or advertisement they were in last night. All right. These are all last night. So again, I'll give you the name of the celebrity. You ring in with your name. And then you try to tell me which ad oh they God, were I'm working not on. Going to do well. Okay. It's going to be a game of recall from what you literally uh, just saw. You think and that what that we've been would talking about for uh, I don't know a few weeks? Give us an advantage, but <laughs> you would think we'll find out and see how it goes. I've got eleven of these just in case it comes down to that uh, one for a tiebreaker. Are the two of you ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. So again, I give you the celebrity. You tell me what commercial they just appeared in. First one, Jennifer Aniston. Don McLean. Don. Uber Eats. Hold on. Good there we job, go. Don. It. Nicely done there. Don gets the first point. Uber Eats. And then we can also just kind of give an instant reaction, yay, nay, on that commercial. What'd you guys think of that one? 
It was okay. I mean, it, that's the one where, like, allegedly she forgot that she worked with David Schwimmer. And, yeah. Yeah. There was, like, a price for getting things delivered so easily through Uber yeah. Eats, and you have to forget something else. Which I'm like, boy, it's a, it's a big price. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I or, was sort of underwhelmed, but there were a it. lot of celebrities yeah. in it. I hear you. We got Sounds some good. cameos. Let's move on to the next one. Tom Brady. And I'm just Bradley joking. He was oh, in five of them, them I think. <laughs> but I am going to go with one that he may have made an appearance in. Mr. T. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't remember Mr. T. Mr. Yes, T. At the end. I um, must have missed that one. Okay, that was... I pity the poor fool who um, eats my cereal. It? He was in for... Sorry, go ahead. I can't give any more clues. Okay. Go ahead, Don. Guess. Um... Sorry. No, you're fine. Was it uh, Bet MGM? It was not. Nope. Okay. Bradley, you have any guess? No. He was in it because he's Mr. T, and most people spell Skechers with a T. Oh, that's right. Oh. And it was Tom Brady basically saying there's no T in Skechers, that's and then right. Mr. T's like, ah, bit of the fool, but Mr. T's always in Skechers. <laughs> it was fun. And he hasn't changed. No. Like, Mr. T looks kind of the same. I'm like... What is going on? Do they just put him in a pod and he just Maybe it was AI. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. After first two, Don has the one zero lead. And uh so obviously you don't have a reaction on that commercial because you don't remember it, Bradley. No, Must I have don't. been very Sorry. good. Sorry. All right, let's move on to the next one. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Bradley Trainer. Yep. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in oh god, I know it was the Leba. Leba. I don't know what the commercial is though. Need a company. Don. Um, Come on now. State Farm. There you go. You good got it. Good job. Nicely done. State Farm is like a correct a answer. State like a oh, good neighbor. Oh, that's neighbor. right. Neighbor. Yes. Neighbor. So I just good. remember him yelling, labor. All right. Here's and our next Danny one. And then Danny DeVito was And then Danny it. DeVito showed up. That was again. a good one. Two to zero the lead here after our first three. Let's move on to the next one. Arnold's son-in-law, Chris Pratt. Um, Arnold's son-in-law. you have a list yeah, you're looking at? I do have a list. We're not supposed to. That's Why cheating. are you looking at a list? I didn't take all these notes for nothing. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, I think this was... game is supposed to be from memory. Yeah, honey. Okay, I'll put my phone away. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of the point of the game. You guys don't remember Chris Pratt at all last I night? Did I do remember him, okay. and I wrote it down. You don't remember who he was playing in that? Girl, if you need to use your notes, you uh, can Mr. Use your Pringle. Notes. He's Mr. P. Oh, he he was for Pringles. See, you got yes. it without your notes. There you go. Just got to get that recall going. So, again, it's two. Well, you, you got the point there. Nicely done. 3 0 is where we sit. You got to make a uh, big comeback here, Bradley. Well, I don't uh, have notes. Uh, we are I'm through sorry. Four. I was trying to do my job yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> God. God. Let's Don. move on to the next one. Oh, again. Jesus. <laughs> She's aggrieved that she can't cheat. Uh, your next one, please. No, no cheating. Uh, Matt Damon, Bradley Trainer. Yep, that's a Duncan. Donkeys, donkeys. You got that one right. Nicely done. All right, ready for the next one? Yeah. Jenna Ortega. Oh God, Jenna Ortega. Anybody? I don't remember her in any commercial. Yeah, Ooh. I don't either. Can we get a hint? We tried what she was promoting. Oh, um, Doritos. On food porn. Dinamita. Dinamita. Oh, yes. She was in the, that was a really good ad where they have these two women named Dina and Mita. Oh. It was so good. They probably didn't need to pay Jenna Ortega because you didn't didn't even remember she was was in it. Yeah. Well, there was so many people. Dinamita. 
There you go. We worked through that one. So uh, you did have a good feeling on that one. You liked that one. Don, what did you think of that one? Do you remember it? Um, I don't remember it. Oh, okay. I might have. I mean, I literally did not go to the bathroom until after the halftime show. Oh, okay. Whenever they were just running ads about CBS shows. So sure. I don't. All right. We've got a few more here to get through. Again, we're doing uh, Super Bowl uh, halftime shows, chatting about the game, and also seeing how the two of you recall who was in these Super Bowl halftime shows. 3-1 is the lead for Don. We move on to the next one. Christopher Walken. Oh, that one was of my where he fav- was like walking through everything and everybody's doing the Christopher Walken. Honestly, this was probably, if I had to pick one, this was probably my favorite oh, commercial the entire that? night. Christopher Walken. Was it like, I'm going to go out on a limb. Buzz in. Bradley Trainer. There you go. Was it like American Express? No. BMW. She got it. You got it. Nicely done. Your thoughts on that commercial? Well, I wanted to know what it was. I'm like, what what is this for? Yeah. And then finally at the end, they yeah. showed us. Just from a humor yeah. standpoint, though, your thoughts uh, on it? Did yeah, you like it? it? Didn't care? It okay. okay. No, I love it because everybody is always doing, like, everybody does a Christopher Walken. And he has to, that's got to be his life experience. Like, yeah. he exp- that's him every single day. Yeah. That's just the story of his life. All right, we got three left here. And Bradley, you have to get all three of them right just it's not gonna happen, to force a tiebreaker. It I could. appreciate the effort. It could. How about this one? Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't remember Kate McKinnon. Uh, Don McLean. Yep, for the win. T-Mobile. No. Kate McKinnon. What was she in? It was just briefly. She was opposite, and I can't give you any more clues. You got a guess, and then I'll give you clues, Bradley. Uh, Kate McKinnon was in an ad for. Oh, I do know. Uh oh, it is the same at oh Expedia. No, <sighs> sorry, that is not the correct answer. She was opposite a feline companion. Oh yeah, Mayo, Mayo. Hellman's. Oh, that was Hellman's such a cute ad. one. I completely I forgot about the one where the little cat goes Mayo. Mayo is cute. the correct yeah. answer there. So with that, Don, you've locked up the victory. Congratulations. Yay. Let's see if we can get these last three quickly Even without here. your notes. Even without the notes. Nicely done. Uh, how about Vince Vaughn? Mm. Your clue this time, because again, nothing's on the line anymore. It was an incorrect guess already. Oh, shoot. Vince Vaughn. Oh, T-Mobile? Nope. Uh, Expedia? Nope. Uh, that one was Bet MGM. Oh, okay. Tom oh. Brady was in it. He says basically anyone can bet on MG- bet MGM yeah. except for Tom Brady because he's yeah. won enough. All right. How about Aubrey Plaza? Aubrey Plaza. Oh, yeah. Aubrey she Plaza, was like, Aubrey I'm Plaza. the most interesting woman in the world. Mm-hmm. She was very dry about it. That uh-huh. was for Mountain Dew Baja, Baja Blast. Blast. And, and finally, sorry, yeah, Rick Kaufman was in yes, the end. Yes, he too. made a little uh, appearance as well. Yeah. And finally, uh, just to, it would, would have been the tiebreaker, but it doesn't matter because Don's already locked it up. How about Jason Momoa? That was a T-Mobile ad. You got it. Yeah. T-Mobile. Good job. That was fantastic. So there you go. Those are the Super Bowl halftime shows. Which one made you cry the most? I thought the one with Carl Weathers, like that little shot of him at the end or yep. at the end of the commercial for whatever it was, I've now since forgotten. FanDuel. Yep. But I do, like, I did have that. Oh, yep. Yeah. Did you have anyone that uh, brought you to tears, Don? 
I, the one about girls' sports, that girls yep. quit sports by the time that they're oh, yeah. 13, that was like, oh, gosh, because of body image. I'm like, oh. Probably my second favorite and the one that brought me to tears was the Kia ad where the daughter or the young lady did her figure skating oh, routine God. and her grandpa couldn't come to watch That's her. Right. So they drove all the way up and put the lights up and played the music and did it for her grandpa sitting in the oh. chair. I'm getting teary. I just talking about it again. That was the biggest tearjerker for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was, um, that gave, it was like a 30 second one because the 15 second ones didn't give you enough time to feel anything. That's true. The Budweiser one was way too short. Like they had this whole thing where the dog led the yeah. horses and then I'm like, it's over. I can't feel anything. Normally Budweiser give you a good, a good cry, but they didn't last year yeah. or this year. I mean, yeah. but thank you, Kia, for making me emotional and oh. congratulations on for the win. Congratulations. Right. And we'll be back with another game tomorrow. And up next, of course, Lori and and Julie, I think it's Lori live from Hawaii today, so that oh, should be fun. That's fun. She'll have plenty of opinions and thoughts about the Super Bowl, I'm sure. Listen to Lori and Julia up next, and then we'll be back again tomorrow at noon right here on the Adventures of Brad.